Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Monday, May 15th, and last night the VGK officially cleared the halfway mark on their quest for the Stanley Cup by defeating the Edmonton Oilers 5-2 in Game 6 and eliminating Edmonton to move on to the Western Conference Final. It was a game very similar to Game 5 for the VGK in which they found themselves down 2-1 to in the second period, but a string of goals in the second period saw them leave with a 4-2 to lead, and from then on out, they clamped down on the Edmonton Oilers, securing the win in the game and the series. And the story of the game has to be Jonathan Marchessault, a natural hat trick for Marchessault in just over 14 minutes of time in the second period to take the Golden Knights from a one-goal deficit to a two-goal lead, one that they would hold on to the rest of the way and use to eliminate Edmonton to move on to the Western Conference Final. It was a big game on a multitude of aspects for the VGK, lots of things to go over, and thankfully, joining us today on VGK Today, we have Dan Duva and Gary Lawless, who recapped all the action right after the final buzzer in Edmonton. The Golden Knights defeat the Oilers 5-2, win the series in 6 Four games to two, the Golden Knights advance to the Western Conference Final to take on the Dallas Stars or the Seattle Kraken for the fourth time. In five playoff runs, the Golden Knights advance to the third round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Gary Lawless, the Knights score the game's first goal for the first time in the series, but almost as quickly surrendered that lead, trailed two to one, just as they had after one in game five. But just like in game five, they got three goals in the second period. And then they shut down the Oilers in the third. Smith got the first one. Natural hat trick for Marcia So in the second. And the new daddy, Will Carlson, the empty net goal to finish it off. Bouchard high on the left side. Pass broken up. Vegas coming out. Carlson has an open path to the cage. Carlson scores. Empty net goal. 5-2 nights. 38 seconds to go in game six. First goal of the series for the new dad, William Carlson. Save that puck for Beckham. The Misfits are sending the Golden Knights to the Western Conference Final. Marchessault with three, Carlson with one, Smith with one, and a 5-2 lead for the Golden Knights. 5-2 the final in game six. Well, let's touch on that right there. All the goal scorers are the, they're the Misfit line. Didn't play together. Uh, but they're, you know, three of the six original misfits still on the team. And Zach Whitecloud joined the team in year one, so there are seven players from that team. But Zach only played in one game that year, didn't play in the playoffs, played in the regular season. So, it, you know, I mean, we, we, we look at Marcia So Carlson and Smith. They represent, they, they continue to represent the year one team. Yeah. That's, that's who they it's, are. It's six guys. It's those three yeah. plus Carrier, McNabb, yeah. and Theodore. It's those six. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And I'm not to not to slight Will Shea or Braden because they're just as important, but because they're called they were called the misfit line for such a long they're they're kind of the shield. They're the brand. They were fantastic. And Jonathan Marsh is so yeah, he just has a, a way of rising up when his team needs him. One penalty about to expire. It's now four on four again. Petrangelo left. Marchessault so shoots. He scores. It's a hat trick for Marchessault. The Knights have a four to two lead with a minute 24 to go in the second period. It's the second playoff hat trick for Jonathan Marchessault. 
three goals in this period for Marcia so, and the Knights have their largest lead of the day. In one of the most important moments in organization history, I'm talking about in, in the spring of 2018 in Winnipeg after the team lost game one of the Western Conference Final. He made a statement that the team was going to be better and win the next game, and they won the next four in a row, and he scored two in that next game, and he scored two in the next game after. This morning in the dressing room, I said to him, what's the feeling? He said, well, we've got a, best, got a chance to beat the best team in hockey tonight. And I said, aren't you the best team in hockey? He said, not until we left the cup. Very interesting mindset for Jonathan. And he, yeah. Last time I checked, the Oilers haven't lifted the cup in a no, long time. But no, no, point no. well taken. Just, I think, that, I think he, they, if you're the Golden Knights, do you not think they got tired of hearing uh, that they were playing the best two players in the world? Yeah, yeah I, I think back to asking Zach Whitecloud about early coverage of the Stanley Cup playoffs and how when on television, panelists experts, many of them former players, were asked about their favorites in the Western Conference. Nobody picked Vegas, and the Golden Knights were not even brought up as part of the conversation. And I asked Zach, what do you think of that? He said, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to touch on a few narratives. And some of these are old. You know, Brian Burke went on a radio show right after the Golden Knights traded Nate Schmidt and said... You know, the Golden Knights, they, they are turning people over too much. Guys aren't going to want to go there. Guys aren't going to want to stay there. You know, it was really good radio. It wasn't true at all. And, but it got picked up, and it's been a narrative that you've heard from people for a long time. This team is together as, as, as any team you'll come across. They play for one another. They play hard. We had, you know, you're going to hear from Alec Martinez later. You know, they, they, they block shots on mass. They, this series, they won with depth. They gutted the Oilers by rolling four lines and, and three deep pairs. The, Doyler, the Oilers do have the two best players in the world. But that's, those, they were, you know, late in the series, Dreisaitl got nothing accomplished. Uh, McDavid was awesome in game five and had a goal in game six, but then was very quiet the rest of the way. Uh, the Golden Knights wore them out. They wore them down. They just kept throwing people out there that could go full tilt for 30 to 45 seconds and then get off the ice. And the Oilers were just, the, their top guys just were extending shifts more and more and more. Bruce Cassidy was masterful. He didn't make one mistake in this series. Made a, a smart decision to put Teddy Bluger in for these last two games to use Teddy's speed and his ability to check. He knew he was getting scoring from other places. It all came together. And the last thing I want to say, George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, you know, the, the people wanted to run them out of town last year when the team had an historic onslaught of injuries. That, that's the only way they missed the playoffs last year. But everything happens for a reason, because they miss, they end up making a coaching change, and they get Bruce Cassidy, who has been, this has been a really masterful coaching job by Cassidy all season. He's changed this team. He's added elements of scoring and checking that they haven't had. Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee have now, since the expansion draft, they have won nine playoff rounds. The only team that's won more is the Tampa Bay Lightning since 16, since 17, 18. That's it. 
Tampa's won two Stanley Cups and lost and lost it, lost another one, right? In that time. Chicago Chicago won nine in a similar time frame when they were winning their three cups. Like this is really heady stuff. And there but McPhee and McCrimmon are right there with the very best hockey operation groups in the league. Vaughn Carpen, Bobby Lowe's, Jim McKenzie, Vince Williams, Mick McCrimmon. You know, they get really, really good people out there watching games, watching players. I didn't name all the amateur guys. They're just, they're tremendous. So I, 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 I have to tip my hat to them. This is the fourth time, Dan, the fourth time that you and I will call Stanley Cup playoff games when there's only four teams left. And it's the third the round third of the round. Yeah. The reason we say it that way is because of the two COVID seasons. It, you, you know, it wasn't the Western Conference Final. It was something else. Yeah, Maybe they it just was, called it the third round yeah. in 21 when Vegas played Montreal. Exactly. It was the Western Conference Final in yeah, the bubble. Dallas, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I just think that they, you know what I mean, and they never stop. You know, they, they just... You know, they added Barbashev and Bluger at the, at the deadline. Really smart pickup of Hill in the summer. All three of those guys played tonight. Yeah, and Jonathan Quick right there oh, as yeah. the backup. Yeah. Don't forget about him. Yeah. And while he hasn't played, he has now backed up Aiden Hill. You know, what reassurance and comfort for the organization, for the coaches. And then to have Hill, who, you know, in the same division as Jonathan Quick, his career, first Arizona, then San Jose, and, you know, there's the future Hall of Famer, two-time cup champion, Conn Smythe winner. Jonathan's been a great teammate. Everybody has raved about his presence, starting with Alec Martinez right on down. And uh, that all comes together, um, you know, to, to get the, the experience, the group, the chemistry. Phil Kessel hasn't played in this series. But, again, you know, you've got two guys who are likely to be in the Hall of Fame not seeing ice speaks to the depth of the team and the Knights not going over the top with big splashy moves but finding the right moves to augment this particular group of players I said it on the radio it's a wonderful mix veteran players younger players guys who've been part of the organization guys who are recently added there's a really neat balance to this group uh, and that extends to the coaching staff you've got some new members of the coaching staff, some who've been around, some who've been around a long time, some who are younger in the coaching ranks. It's a really neat mix of, of people, and they uh, they seem to, to click, and, of course, the more you win, uh, the more it seems to click. Good stuff, Dan. Excellent. Dallas, Seattle, up next. There are going to be storylines, whether it's the Kraken, newest franchises in the sport, or former Golden Knights head coach, Dallas did pretty well against the Knights this year for Pete DeBoer. Knights did pretty well against the Kraken. It's game seven. That'll be fun to watch. We'll watch that, and then we'll start talking about the next series <laughs> after that. Golden Knights defeat the Oilers 5-2 in game six, win the series against Edmonton 4-2. It's the first time the Oilers have lost consecutive games in regulation in just about three months. Golden Knights win it. On to the Western Conference Final. 15 seconds left. Knights up by three. Oilers send it in. A bouncing puck near Aiden Hill. Whitecloud is there to kill the clock. Final 10 seconds. Bouncing around side of the net. Over to the far boards with five seconds. 
Colasar is there to kill the clock. The game is over. The series is over. Knights advance to the Western Conference Final. Dispatch the Oilers in six games. Final score, Vegas 5, Edmonton 2. Just a wonderful game for the VGK in terms of coming back against the Edmonton Oilers, not losing their cool when they gave up those two early goals after Riley Smith himself scored early on, and the VGK just stayed calm. They relied on some of their star players, and who else but Jonathan Marshall. So one of the original Golden Knights, a golden misfit, comes through, gets three goals, a natural hat trick in the second period, and helps the Golden Knights to a victory to send them off to the Western Conference Final, who again, we don't know who it'll be against. It's either the Dallas Stars or the Seattle Kraken. That Game 7 will be tonight in Dallas, so the winner of that game will end up traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Golden Knights in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals sometime this week. Again, schedule's not confirmed just yet. But some good thoughts there by Dan and Gary, giving you a little bit of context as well. Going back to that 2018 run, especially the comments made by Jonathan Marcheseau, and you're starting to see some of the parallels between that initial Golden Knights team and this one this season. It's feeling like a special group in the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs for the Vegas Golden Knights. But before Dan and Gary gave you their thoughts on Game 6, they had a special guest stop by the broadcast booth after Game 6 to give them some instant reaction. So without further ado, here's Dan and Gary right after the game with Alec Martinez. Alec Martinez, we understand, is downstairs. Do we have Alec? Yeah, unfortunately so for you guys for the short straw. <laughs> Oh, we are glad to have you, Alec. Congratulations. Well, uh, where to begin here? Um, this was uh, the first time that the Oilers have lost consecutive games in regulation since February. Uh, you guys beat them in six games. I guess we'll start with this. How did you do it? Um, you know, I think just sticking to our game plan. You know, I thought that, uh, you know, early in the series, obviously getting in, uh, getting in some uh, penalty trouble uh you know i felt that as a as the series went on we got better and better on the pk and we got better and better than at staying out of the box i mean i think even even last game at home you know they got a few gratuitous bounces and i think you know, i know it sounds odd that you gave up three pk goals but i thought that it was probably our best showing um you know before tonight so um you know i think just yeah, i think that it's hard to stay patient within your game you know sometimes just within a game or, or a period or, or a whole series but you know i'm proud of the way the way the guys did that um you know we we, we truly uh believe that we you know we were a better team five on five and um you know i think that i think that we showed that alec i asked you a while ago about blocking shots and uh, you you know you said scoring goals was more fun than blocking shots you can tell me that for free that was your exact quote and then yeah, i asked that's you still very true <laughs> <laughs> and then i asked you why do you do it and you said because i like to i want to win and that's what you have to do to win and five blocks last night i haven't seen the number tonight but i bet you it's right around there again uh you're still doing the things that it takes to win games uh well I mean, I try, you know, I try to play the game the right way. Um, you know, I think that some of the things that I do don't necessarily show up on the score sheet, but um, it's not its not just me. I mean, you see uh, there was a lot of huge blocks. I mean, you know, a few come to mind. Petro had a, had a ton. Nabbers had a bunch uh, throughout the series. Um, you know, Carly had, had, had a big one. There's a lot tonight. Teddy Bluger had a real big one in the first period. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think that I'm alone in, in, in uh, you know, in wanting the puck to hit him. And, and I think that, you know, like I said before, it's an, a, it's an essential part of the game now. If, if you want to be successful and you want to win, and, um, you know, I think that the guys, uh, you know, believe that in here. And, and you know, it's, it's one thing to believe it, and it's another thing to step in front of one of those things. So I'm, I'm really proud of those guys. Yeah, I, I, you know, I wasn't trying to suggest it was just you. I think you lead, but I think a lot of guys follow. You blocked five tonight, by the way. Aiden Hill uh, comes on in the middle of this series, and, uh, I, like, I think he went to a real high level tonight, late in the second, and then especially, and then in the third as well. What are your thoughts on your goalie? I mean, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, that's not easy. You know, him coming off that injury, you know, hadn't played, played in a while. Um, and then step into a, a, a playoff series as emotional and revved up as, as this one was. And, um, you know, he answered the bell. You know, he, he made some, uh, you know, incredible saves when, when he went in. Um, all the games that he played, and I mean, he had some huge ones here in the, uh, in, in the third period tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he, he's a professional. He's been staying ready. He works hard. Uh, he does all the things off the ice to, to be successful on the ice. And, um, really happy for him and, and his success and you know that's it's going to be a big part of our team success going forward Dan talked a lot about game five being a team win I talked about it being an organizational win because you had Hill Bluger and Hutton all playing important pieces tonight again Bruce rolls or John Stevens goes with all 60 Higgs out there late white cloud late yourself uh, and then the four forward lines, they rolled as well. Is it more fun to win when every guy on the, uh, on the bench has a hand, a big hand, in what, what gets accomplished? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, kind of what I mentioned earlier, it's a testament to uh, to our depth. Um, you know, you got to give credit to, to Huddy, too, stepping in yesterday or uh, last game, um, you know, playing really well for us, you know, taking a, taking a stick to the face. Uh, too and I, you know that's that's never fun um, but uh, I mean yeah it's you know it, it also you know in order to win you gotta you kind of gotta well I guess it's score by committee but you know everyone's got to be involved you got to be able to roll four lines you gotta everyone's got to contribute you know it's um, you know if you if you have only a couple good lines you know that's you know that's gonna you know expose itself you know over the course of a seven game series and um, really proud of the guys. I think the guys are really into it. You know, we, we certainly have a, a great group that uh, I think Butch said it the other day that we, we genuinely or genuinely love uh, coming to work and, and being around each other. And you see that in the in the laughs and uh, you know off the ice and, and and the jokes that we have, the camaraderie. And then you know that that certainly translates on the ice and everyone being involved, everyone contributing. And um, you know that 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 saves a lot of energy that allows us to play at a at a high pace when we're rolling four, rolling six, and um, you know, it's it's awesome to be a part of. Last thing, Alec, and by the way, two assists in as many games. Got to throw that in there too. Uh, this... Even a blind squirrel finds it not every once in a while. <laughs> uh, you've now done this 114 times today. Your 114th career Stanley Cup playoff games. I'm sure you've learned a lot uh, through the years. What have you learned about? this group and your younger players who haven't been through nearly as many games as you have what do you hope that they have learned now through two rounds of this year's postseason uh well you know i think that uh i think that we can learn from well first of all the the younger guys that, that haven't gone through it um you know they, they've done a hell of a job um 
and, and, and you know, you, you need that. You need, you know, young guys to, you know, infuse some energy into the team, um, play some big minutes, contribute. Um, but uh, I'd say with this series specifically, I think, you know, it was, it was very back and forth until just these past two games. And, um, you know, I, th I think that, you know, the first four, uh, you know, kind of alternated and, and who was outplayed, you know, the other team. And I think it's important that, you know, even if you do have a bad game, um, you know, it's it's a seven-game series. you got to stick with it. And I kind of mentioned it earlier where you got to stay patient within your game and trust your game plan. Um, and I think the guys did that. I think, you know, there was definitely, you know, times, you know, especially game four, the way that game ended, you know, with things, you know, getting a, get a little rowdy at the end there. But guys stayed composed. Uh, they stayed patient in the game plan. They, they stayed confident. And, um, you know, there's a reason you play seven. And you can't get too high, too low. I think I said that before the playoffs. And, um just after each game, you got to reset, and that's the same. You know, we we just want a series. We can enjoy it now, but you know, after, this is this is not you know by any means you know what we wanted to accomplish. We're not there yet, so um, enjoy it now. But then you got to reset and, and refocus, and you know, it's back to work whenever you know whenever we start again a few days from now. Alec, thank you. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. That's now a couple times on VGK today. Alec feels like he's not a great interview and that we don't want to talk to him. Alec, of course we want to talk to you. Two-time Stanley Cup champion, one of the leaders on the Vegas Golden Knights. Got to hear what you have to say after a big game six like that. So big thanks to Alec for stopping by the broadcast booth and giving some insight on the VGK's game six win and the series overall against the Edmonton Oilers. And for the Vegas Golden Knights again, their minds are now solely focused on the Western Conference Final, and though they don't know who they will play just yet, either the Dallas Stars or the Seattle Kraken, they do know that they'll get two games at home to start the series as the top seed in the Western Conference. So VGK faithful, going to need you out at the Fortress, going to need you to be cheering extremely loud for the Vegas Golden Knights as they look to make their first Stanley Cup Final since 2018. And good news for you on that front because... A limited number of single-game tickets to the Western Conference Final will go on sale today at 1 o'clock Pacific time. Again, 1 o'clock Pacific time. Tickets going on sale for the first two games of the Western Conference Final. We don't have the dates just yet. They will be announced after the Dallas and Seattle game tonight. But two games this week at T-Mobile Arena. Be sure to go to VegasGoldenKnights.com to get your tickets to the Western Conference Final with the Vegas Golden Knights looking to make their second appearance in the Stanley Cup Final. And I'll take a moment to remind you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. That'll do it for us in terms of the recap of the second round and Game 6, a big win for the Vegas Golden Knights, and we'll see if they can carry that momentum into the next round and hopefully even further as they continue their quest for the Stanley Cup. Justin Russo signing off for episode 29 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.